There was a bit of a back and forth on Facebook between the Gyeonggi Governor Lee Jae-myung and the People Power Party lawmaker Yoon Hee-suk regarding the day fines system. And so this became a wider discussion among the public. The proposed system calculates a final fine based on the gravity of the crime, but also based on the offender's income. So the fine might actually vary depending on how much money you make. According to a survey commissioned by Oh My News and conducted by RealMeter on the 27th on 500 people aged 18 or older, 47.6% were in favor of introducing this day fine system, while 45.5% were opposed to it. So it's basically a 50-50 split among the public. It's been discussed for some time. There's been proposals from uh, various uh, ruling party lawmakers like So Byung-chul and Lee Tani. And it's pending in the National Assembly. So let's get a comparative look of the day fines system. And we're very pleased to help us out with this analysis. The legal director of Fair Trials, a global criminal justice watchdog organization, Rebecca Schaefer, joining us right now. Hello. Hi there. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. The uh, current fine system here in Korea is pretty much a kind of it's not means tested. You just you do you do something that's a violation, you pay that fine, that uh, that fine is set. The day fine system would be certainly more nuanced than that. Could you just briefly explain what exactly and and, and how this system works? Sure. So day fines are designed to make punishment um, proportional. And the idea is actually to improve justice and fairness to ensure that everybody feels the, the weight of a punishment in the same way. So if you think about a fixed fine, say there's a $750 fine um, for a particular offense. Mm-hmm. For a poor person, this could be incredibly disruptive to their life. Right. For a very rich person, they're not going to feel that at all. They can essentially buy their way out of punishment. But for a poor person, this could um, impact their ability to maintain their housing, to feed their families. So it becomes a much worse punishment for per per- poor person than for a rich person. So the idea is to make it fair and proportional. And- we also see that countries introduce day fine systems because when poor people are given fines that are too big for them to pay, they don't pay them. So some countries introduce day fine systems to be able to enforce the fines for everyone so that some people don't end up paying nothing because they're unable to. In terms of then um, the factors that are in play here, how, how do you generally craft a fine system? Is it purely just then on income fo- tax filings or are there different ways of doing it? There's different ways of doing it. Um, usually countries have um, a range of what are called daily units, which is a calculation of your income or your wealth. Different countries do it differently. Like Sweden will consider the, a one daily unit, which corresponds to one day in jail. So if you got a 30-day prison sentence, that's confirmed into 30 units. And each unit corresponds to a daily rate, which is a proportion of your income or wealth. And in Sweden, it's one one-thousandth of your total wealth. So they'll look at everything, your assets and your income. Other countries will just look at your income. Some countries will deduct from that um, reasonable expenses, housing, um, food, utilities, and some countries don't do that. So there's different kind of formulas you can use, but the basic idea is to make it roughly proportional to someone's means. This concept is relatively um, new here in Korea, at least in terms of a wider public discussion. That's uh, certainly why we're doing it right now, and uh, uh, we're asking you to um, give us some analysis. How widespread is this? Uh, You mentioned Sweden and some other countries. Uh, Is it uh, generally a a European thing, or are more and more countries adopting the day-fine system? 
It is largely European. It was first introduced in Finland in the 1920s. So it's quite a mature system in many European countries and used for the vast majority of criminal convictions across Europe. And in countries that use it a lot, like Sweden, like Finland, Germany, Austria, we're talking about 85, 90% of all criminal convictions are dealt with through the fine system. People don't go to prison at all. And then it has spread um, to Latin America, but it's not as effective there because people are held in pretrial detention so often that it doesn't often make sense to deal with things by fine only. And the United States has, is looking at, at bringing in day fines as well. In the United States, there are a lot of fines as punishment, but they tend to be very onerous. Um, and end up place, putting a lot of people back in jail when they're unable to pay. So they're looking for a more effective system of fining that would mean that people are able to pay their fine and, and move on with their lives. And many countries also introduce it as, as a way to decarcerate. Um, community service, community supervision can be very expensive. Certainly imprisonment is very expensive and has bad impacts on people's lives going forward. So the fine is seen as a way to um, keep people out of prison, but make sure that they are sanctioned in a way that you will feel that will prevent them from, from committing any further offenses in the future. Yeah, and in the U.S. context, you can really see how um, after the, 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 the murder of George Floyd and the more wider acceptance of what Black Lives Matters has uh, been advocating for, and this wider, greater awareness of the inherent institutional discrimination that is in place, uh, whether based on income, based on class, based on race, and how these kind of systems can certainly be debilitating, as you've pointed out. Uh, if you if if you envision, let's say, a day fine system being implemented uh, universally in in a country like America, what would be sort of the synergistic benefits that we could see? Yeah, well, you could see, like, if you look at the Department of Justice report that was done on the city of Ferguson, which was where Mike Brown was killed by police in 2015 and where the Black Lives Matter movement was born, right. the Department of Justice report really lays out the, the predacious, the, the predatory um, uh, attitude of the state toward its citizens, particularly its black citizens. We're talking about jurisdictions where the entire police system is funded not by tax dollars, but by criminal fines and fees. So police are motivated to arrest people and courts are motivated to convict people in order to fund themselves, in order to make money. It's a pecuniary system. And that's really different from what we see in Europe. In Europe, the fine is purely there as a sanction. And the idea is to let the person know that they've done something wrong and they shouldn't do it again. The point is not to raise money for the state. So, I think it would change the whole incentive structure of the of the police and courts if they didn't depend upon upon criminal sanctions in order to fund themselves. So it really goes deeply into how criminal justice systems are 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 funded and budgeted, and whether the tax system is um, is equitable or not. And it also incur it just encourages uh, more contact between police and and communities because. And every time there's contact between police and communities in the United States, particularly black communities, the the risk of violence rises. We see right. in the case of Mike Brown and in the case of George Floyd last summer, these were very minor offenses. George Floyd was the phone the phone call was made because he was accused of, of passing a counterfeit twenty dollar bill, a very minor offense, and he lost his life over it. So we really want to reduce the role of policing in these minor matters. And, and converting the fine system to one that's proportional to someone's income means that it's about justice. 
and not about um, making money for jurisdiction. So if we solve the the revenue aspect of it, where, as you say, like in Ferguson, and this idea that uh, cops have this quota and they got to just uh, uh, start issuing tickets to, to fund their own departments, and we kind of solve the issue of implementation, it doesn't seem like um, it, it would be too controversial. What are the main objections that you're hearing and why there is so uh, much resistance to be able to implement this widely? Well, I mean, it's, the day funding system is very popular in most countries where it exists. Yeah. I think in Finland, where it's used most widely, 80% of people approve of it. Occasionally, you see headlines when a very rich person is assessed a very, very high fine. Mm-hmm. But in general, it's extremely popular. Um, I think that it just it requires, I think that the difficulty in the U.S. is that it, it requires a total rethinking of, of how to fund um, the criminal justice system, and it involves stakeholders outside of the criminal justice system who are budget holders. Um, the other problem we have is one of extreme poverty in the United States. I think part of the reason the day fine system works in European countries is that there's a, a generous welfare system mm-hmm. in many of these countries. So if someone is poor, they're generally receiving welfare, right. and so the court can impute uh, a minimal daily rate onto them. Okay, you're on welfare, then you get a four euro a day daily rate. Mm-hmm. You were accused of um, taking a train without paying for a ticket. That's 30 days in prison, so it's 30 units mm-hmm. multiplied by four daily rates. You're talking about, um, I didn't go to law school for math, so less than 100 yeah. euro a day, say. It would be your, would be your fine. Um, in the U.S., you have extreme poverty. We don't have a functioning welfare system. So the problem we have is one of very, very poor people who are not even able to pay small fines. And then those people get, end up getting arrested um, when they're unable to pay the fine. And we do see that even in some European countries where incarceration is an appropriate sanction for failure to pay, mm. poor people do end up getting incarcerated for very minor offenses for which they shouldn't be incarcerated at all. So the problem of how to treat people who are truly indigent in a day fine system is one that no country has fully solved, but it's certainly easier to deal with where you have a functioning welfare system and everyone has some sort of wage or livable um, Hmm. set of assets to draw from. Yeah, definitely uh, raises some very, very uh, important systemic questions here. Rebecca Schaefer, thank you very much for joining us. Really appreciate your insights. Thank you so much.